know that each stage of life is unique and can be hard. We also know that you may have questions through it all. So meet Harvest with Sierra and Lee. We want to be with you in the moments of uncertainty and bring light and life to each question. Are we qualified to be giving advice? Barely. But we know some powerful women who are. Every other week, we'll bring you a podcast that we hope will encourage you, make you laugh, point you towards joy, help you think rightly about your season and the Lord. So let's reap an abundant harvest together. Hey friends, welcome back to Harvest Podcast. This is Lee. And this is Sierra. And we are so, so happy to be back with you guys. We feel like it's been too long. It has been too long. Since we've recorded. Also, it's just been a really long time since we've actually gotten to see each other. So true. We like left before Thanksgiving break and then, you know, dun dun dun. <laughs> I ended up getting the Rona okay. over Thanksgiving break. <laughs> I'm like... So this is the true test of, like, friendship and trust in the CDC. Yes, for real. <laughs> we are back in the closet. Sierra's 14 days past her symptoms. With a doctor's note. If with that, a doctor's If that note. means anything to anyone. So I'm like, I love you a whole lot. And this is, I'm going to write the CDC if they're recommending okay. they're not working. <laughs> but for real. But I, for real. I felt, I like, when I, when I messaged you, I was like, do you feel comfortable recording in close quarters <laughs> with me? <laughs> because, um... A little bit, I thought this was, like, super dramatic. I don't know, like, people being... I don't know. I don't know why I thought that, but it's not dramatic, and I get it. So, if you've had the Rona, I'm so sorry. It's legit. Yeah, it's We were just talking before all this. She's like, literally, like, the only good is, like, I can't smell a dirty diaper. Okay, and that is so true. (laughs) I... Okay, I'm all... Because I think we've told you all this before, but I'm also pregnant, and, um... I I felt like that was worth mentioning, because someone someone DM'd us one time and was like... Y'all should show your faces, because if we don't, like, if we don't personally know y'all, oh, then yeah. we don't actually know anything about you guys, okay. other than your names. And so, and I actually haven't shown my face on this Instagram yet. Like, you've done a Morning Truth. <sighs> You're right. I think Tony's been on there. Yeah. But I haven't. You're like the and, faceless woman. Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't know what y'all know, or if you even know me, but I'm pregnant with my third baby. Mm-hmm. And so I, and I'm, I'm super nauseous all of the time, obviously, you know, pregnant. Yeah. So... Um, it's been really nice not to smell things. I've, like, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. When she says super nauseous, this is, like, the woman whose morning sickness lasts 40 weeks. Well, not quite 40, because you don't Sometimes, feel 40 yeah. weeks, but it's, like, 38 weeks yeah. of nausea. It's, like, the worst. It's called, um, I, I found this shirt last night. It was, like, just really funny. So the thing that I have is called hyper, hyperemesis gravirum, and, um, it was a shirt that says, uh, for this child, I have puked. Hyperemesis 24-7. <laughs> And I was like, I kind of need that. You're like, that is my life. Yes, there's like these like really powerful like I've seen like these really powerful like maternity shoots where women actually have like um, what are those? What are you, like when you can take your medicine with you in the hospital? Oh, you're like um the little thing that the mm-hmm. IV stands. It's an IV yeah. stand. Yeah. yeah, So like some some women have like um actually like had hospitals like let them take pictures with it and they'll like go out there in these big beautiful maternity dresses and like have their arms out and it's like all no. of the mm-hmm. they're like so powerful i guess if you have if you've ever had hyperemesis you're like yes Gosh. you know and it's like they're so beautiful it's they'll like, be, like kind these... of like the unseen side of yeah pregnancies yeah not a lot of people get this no and, and a lot of people don't know about it so it until i got pregnant with nora i had no idea yeah. and so there's like these really powerful powerful pictures of like women doing these things but then there's also like for this child i have puked <laughs> and i'm like and puked and puked, and puked. that's so true remind me of that video i took of um i sent Lee a video the other day of abel my son and he's um eight months old he's so sweet. 
and I, for some reason, I don't know why we were, oh, cause I, we, we were eating dinner and I still, I still don't have my taste back from the Rona. And so I was like eating, but it was like, kind of making me gag cause it just didn't taste good. And, um, so I was like telling, I was telling Abel, we're sitting there. I was like, well, that's kind of how I was with you. Like anytime I'd eat, I'd just go bleh. and I'd make that noise. Rolling. Yes. Oh my gosh. I thought he was going to like crumble out of his chair. He, he, I think he could have, <laughs> he was dying laughing. And so then when I was telling him like my, my little eight month, like he, like he understood, but I was like telling him, um, I should post this video to so <laughs> our funny. Instagram, but I was telling him, I was like, but nobody because my daughter, Nora, she's three. She was, she was sitting over there and she was like imitating me. Uh-huh. And then she's like, eh, eh, eh. and I'm like, but there will never be a pregnancy like Nora's. Like I, that was the closest to death I have ever been. So and bad. so I was like telling Abel, I'm like, when I had Nora though, in mommy's belly, mommy was like, Ugh, and I'd make that noise like over and over and over again. And he just lost it laughing. He was like cackling, like belly yes. laughing, cackling. <laughs> I love it when babies get that like little giggle box turned over. You can clear your throat. Just do thank it. you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <coughs> okay, so like we said, I kinda, right before we started, Lee was like, "What are you gonna do if you have to cough?" And I was like, "I'll try this." <laughs> yeah, it was like it's like have you seen those memes where it's like trying not to cough in class? Yes. Your face gets like bright red when all you need to just cough really loud. And so I will apologize for all the sniffing. The sniffing, the coughing, the throat. Yes, clearing. I'm gonna try hard not to. Because, ew, I'm like, I I hate throat noises. (laughs) So. Y'all, we are not on our game today. Can I just go ahead and say that? Yes. We can say it. This is the second time we've recorded this. Yes. I had my phone not on silent the first time. Her phone wasn't on silent. I'm, I'm like, we try really hard to keep these like around 30 minutes because we just don't want to blabber and blabber and. Yeah. We could spend all day talking to each other. Oh, for sure. Like hours on end, but we know that that's not probably the most fun for people to listen to. Yeah, not everybody wants to. And so I tried to remember to put a stopwatch on, and this is the second time that I've forgotten to start it when yes. we start. So we're just, like, in the closet trying to get our bearings back. Okay, because we were, like, we were like 16 minutes in. 16 minutes! We, like, answered a good question. We, like, we were on a roll. Like, we our stories were good. So and fun. then I got a phone call because I didn't put my phone on Do Not Disturb. And, fun fact, it just... It, it just stops. Yeah, there's, like, there's no there's picking back up. <laughs> and you're done. You want to publish now? We're yeah. Like, no! <laughs> so, so we had to restart, and right before we started, I told Lee this really funny joke. I won't tell it again, but I can't get my eye to stop watering. <laughs> she's, like, laughing so hard she's crying. And then the joke was funny. But what was more funny is just watching her crack up at it. But I like, can't say it because then she'll not stop laughing. I won't. I won't stop laughing. And But my eye is still watering. And I'm like, so we're like sitting here talking and I keep trying to look at her, but I can't actually see out of my right eye. Because <laughs> it's, it's a like hot mess so express in the closet again. It is. So on today's podcast episode, we were thinking um, we have the panel yeah. and people like send us in questions. And <laughs> in the first episode, we said that we were exporting. We're like exporting goods. We like, we take your questions. <laughs> we deliver them to the panel. Yes. And then the panel gives us an answer and we bring them right back to you guys. It's just a shipping service. And so we thought it would be really um, fun. Like if, in case you missed it, cause sometimes we just DM the answers back. Yeah, we yeah. don't actually like make a, like put it in the highlight. Um, so we said we would just touch over some of those questions. We'll talk a little bit about Advent. Yeah. And and then in bold, we have chit-chat. Chit-chat. So that's what we're doing. So. And really hoping that we can get it together in and just 30, stay on. 
Um, but it's on Do Not Disturb now, so we should be good. We should be good. And I was thinking, too, like, I think part of one of the unexpected, like, joys and blessings that have come out of these DMs to the panel mm-hmm. and then delivering back to the people, um, whether it's on Highlight or not, is I'm, I'm like, I <coughs> probably need the answers to these questions, too. And even if I'm not struggling or in a moment where somebody is, like, and so they're putting in questions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, I just love to listen to the way people process stuff. Yes. I love the way that the Lord speaks to them. Yes. Um, and we've got such a wide variety of people on our panel from like single ladies to college girls, mm-hmm. to young marrieds, to families of five plus, and then to some like empty nesters. Oh yeah. And so we really do have like this wide range of wisdom and I love it because somebody will like, will have a couple answers and then somebody will come in from left field and be like, that wasn't my thought process at all, but here's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the community of God. Mm-hmm. Like, this is why being in community with people is so important because we can get like stuck in a rut with how we think. Yeah. And it could be a beautiful rut, but we have like, <laughs> we have, we have a thought process. This is yes. how we work with the Lord, but seeing other people and how they process things with the Lord and how they, um, take things to him and what they receive back from him. It is like, this is like the beauty of the body of Christ. We see so many different facets of just how uniquely beautiful, um, the Lord is and how he speaks to us. So I've like really been like loving being able to get all that information also just for, just to see it all happen. Yes. One of those answers in particular, I was like, man, that's so practical. So good. Like one of the one of the ladies responded. She was like, um, "We'll we'll talk we'll talk about it when we get to that question a little bit yeah. more." What she said, but um, she like mentioned she was like, "I think you just need to sleep." And I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, that's real also good. That. You need some sleep. <laughs> take care of your like take care of your physical body. Yes. This is not like dive off into self care. No, no, like, no. I was so sick. I was like, I don't know what I was looking at the other day. Probably just Instagram, and it was like." Three or four different stories from different people about self-care. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, we are absorbed in self. Oh, yeah. Like, no. Treat yourself Tuesday. Is, yeah, like, this is... Our, treating ourselves and taking care of ourselves is not going to end the problems of our heart. Mm-mm. But if that self-care looks like spending time with Jesus, getting in good community... Yeah, there's, like, there's like healthy it. self-care that yeah. honors the Lord. Totally. But, like... Yes. Yeah. And sometimes sleep is on that list. Sleep is on that list. Who was it in the Bible? Well, God was like, hey, man... Go take a nap. Go take a nap. Eat the food. <laughs> <laughs> was it a, a, a lie? Was it Eli? Eli? Elijah? I don't remember. We're, we're the worst. We're the worst. And we can't Google it because it'd be like... Because we're going to mess up our phones. Ew, that was probably the worst sound ever on It wasn't. So yeah, so we're going to dig into these questions and we're going to just kind of tell you... Yeah, we'll where give you, you can find the highlights. Yeah, and then also if some of them didn't make it to highlights, and we'll just kind of tell you what the panel said. Yeah, we'll just kind of touch base over everything. Yeah, and so we'll tell you some funny stories and some funny stories. <laughs> um, but this first question that came in, um, and and please note, all of this stays anonymous. We'll yes. never tell you who's on our panel, and we'll never tell you who is um, DMing us. Yeah. Um, but this first question is all about being in the pit of toddlerhood, and if there is, it's really like, a pit. It is a pit sometimes. It feels like. You are in it, and you are in it deep. Yes. Um, and it lasts for a long time. But when you are in that pit of toddlerhood, where it's just, like, very defiant, tantrum-throwing craziness, what are some things to hold on to, and how do you not always feel like you're failing as a mom? And yeah. we got some really wonderful answers. You can find those on our highlights um, mm-hmm. on our Instagram account. But, um, like I said in our first episode, our first little recording yeah. of this episode, this, like, reading this question... Um, really got me thinking, like, I really struggled and sometimes still find myself 
really feeling like I've failed as a mother. Yeah. Um, there's just days that I'm like, are we ever going to get over this hump of A, B, C behavior? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever it is. Um, and I was talking to my mom, too, about it the other day. And she goes, what's really crazy is that you've got your children so stair-stepped. Is that by the time child A is out of that phase, child B started it. Mm-hmm, that's and true. And by the time child B is out of that that phase, child C has started it. And child C isn't out of it yet, but child D is not far behind. Yeah. And so it feels like instead of, like, really feeling, just, like, seeing this whole thing come, like, full circle of, like, okay, here's the behavior, here's discipline, 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 discipleship, yeah. discipleship, discipleship, and we're out. And we're moving on to something else. It's, like, it throws us right into the next child yes. who's You're dealing like, with it. Trying to catch your breath, but yeah. it's like, you can't. You it's, three like, more. 12 solid years yeah. of dealing with whines, like, yeah. whininess and temper change or something. You're like, it's actually toddlerhood to adolescence. Yes, it's a <laughs> lot like, of years. So many years. Um, but uh, but when I was when I originally read this question, I thought about this one time that Sierra and I um, were having this really heart-to-heart moment. And she reminded me earlier that we were actually sitting in the Target parking lot. Yeah. Um, so we actually lived together um, back in the day. It was so fun, man. How many years ago? Three years ago? It was three. Yeah, Nora was a baby. Nora was a baby, and she was awesome. We moved in here when she was eight and a half, nine months old. This child slept for like 13, 14 hours a day. She was the best. She was the best. Meanwhile, my four children wake up at 530. I And are it. knocking on Ethan and Sierra's door, our guest bedroom I door. I loved it. They had to lock their door just so the boys wouldn't like it was wake them end. up at like you, five o'clock in the morning. We would like look down and yeah, actually it was like really precious. Sorry if you don't want your kids names on here. I keep it's thinking okay. that in my brain. Um, her, her smallest boy <laughs> would stick his fingers under our door and his little lips and he would be like, Chi-chi, I'll come in. I'll come in. I'll come in. <laughs> You're like, no child, the sun's not up. We're like, it's, it's 3am, man. <laughs> Chi-chi, I'll come in. Uh, we I I loved every second of living here. They it love was so fun. My kids love Sierra and Ethan so much. They're like they're like our auntie and uncle, and our room is much farther away than the guest room was <laughs> from the boys' rooms. So it was like the first stop. They're like, oh, we love you and your adults that we trust. Can we come see you right yeah. now? And I loved that. So sweet. So but, we still live together. Yeah, so we still live together. So with that, like obviously we want to live authentically with people. Mm-hmm. Like my my small group, our church. Like, we just have a community of people that we really do want to live life transparently and, like, hey, this is who we are inside of our homes and outside of our homes. Yeah. Um, but I'll be the first one to say that outside of my home, my mom face works really well with my kids sometimes. It's <laughs> yeah. like I can get my eyebrows to do just the right thing. I can get my tone to sound just sharp enough, um, yeah. you know, for kids to start being like, oh, mom's mad. But when someone's living with you, they, like, see when the mom face doesn't work. Yeah, they see they how see many times you've warned them before you actually follow through <laughs> on the discipline. One more time, seven more times. Yeah, like, and they and they also just pick up on things. It's like we've got a house full of four rowdy boys, and honestly, sometimes, like, my brain doesn't even register what's happening with some of them. Sierra so would be like, yeah. "Did you hear him say that?" I'm like, "He said that." Got <laughs> <laughs> some little spies in here for us. Um, so funny. But all that to say, she saw like the wonderful things. And the awful things, the good, bad, and the ugly of it all. Yeah. Um, and one day, she was just like, <laughs> Ethan had gotten home from work with, and coming to see his precious little daughter. And Sarah was like, we're out of here. We need a break <laughs> from my four children. Um, it was just, I was having a really, really hard day. And I don't even remember the specifics of what the conversation was on my part, other than like, I'm ruining my children. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like 
in 10 years, they are going to still be dealing with these things in their heart. And I'm going to have made it worse by the way I've reacted. Yeah. And they're going to have to go to counseling because I've ruined <laughs> them. I think I said that part. You did. <laughs> like, I'm not doing a good job. In fact, I'm doing so bad of a job that I've like, I've already, I've not just ruined them as children. I've already ruined them as, as adults. adults. Yeah. And she so was like, girl, you have got to just focus on what you're handling right now. Like your child is six. Mm-hmm. He's not 16. He's not 26. You don't know what problems or issues or whatever you're going to be dealing with in 10 or 20 years. But what you do know is like the right here and right now. Yeah. So just focus on the right here and right now. Like today's concern and today's job of parenting is already heavy enough. Oh, yeah. Do not load on yourself the the, the, the 10 years, the 20 years that haven't even happened. Yeah. Like you cannot Seriously. project out how this behavior is going to look. You don't, you're not powerful enough to do that nor to handle that. And that's not what the Lord's asked us to do. Yeah. Um, and I can... I'm like, Sierra remembers so much more of the specifics of this conversation. She was like, they're actually in the Target parking lot. And we didn't even go in that day. And then they closed. And so we had to go home. I'm like, I don't remember any of that. But what I do remember is do not pack on your, you know, forecasted yeah. failures. Like that yeah. will absolutely send you into a pit. Um, and that's not what, that's like yeah. not godly. It's not how the Lord's it's like. It's like a lot of transferring. Yeah. It's like not what the Lord's asked us to do. Yeah. Um, and so when I read that, I'm like failing as a mom. It's like. You're probably not. No. If you are loving these kids and loving Jesus and constantly taking your parenting to the throne room and laying them down and saying, Jesus, yeah. like, am I doing this right? Is there a better way? Like, Holy Spirit, give me a key to their heart today. Yeah. Then you're not failing. Um, I, think and, I think you or you feel that way when you have um, really unrealistic high expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're like, I was thinking about this earlier. When The first time we first recorded, mm-hmm. I was thinking like, when, whenever I feel like I'm failing as a mom, mm-hmm. it is usually stemming from, like, one of two things. My daughter's deliberate actions, mm-hmm. you know? Like, she'll do something, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I missed the mark on that one. <laughs> but then the second thing that I always, like, I have to check myself is, like, I've put, I've put this mm-hmm. unrealistic expectation. Mm-hmm. Or, like, for you, it was, like, these unrealistic worries. Mm-hmm. And we're, like, and we, and essentially what we're doing is we're actually kind of placing that on our child's mantle. Right. You know, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, placing that on Nora's shoulders, my expectations of, like, how she should be acting, how she should be talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, it, and it can come in, like, just, like, little comparisons, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can, like, be looking at someone else's toddler who isn't nearly as sassy as your fire-breathing three-year-old, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? And you're, mm-hmm. like, I think I failed somehow. Right. But instead of, like, when you... She specifically says, like, like super defiant and just tantrum throwing. Mm-hmm. And I think like when you're looking at that, like your expectation is probably like, Oh, little toddlers don't do this, but yeah. lower that bar. Yeah. That is actually what, that's what toddlers do. do. Yeah. And your job is like what you said earlier in the first podcast was like the first podcast, the first, the first recording, the of first recording. Podcast. It was so good because that was, I think that was like really the answer of like, how do you not feel like you're failing? And, and, and what do you hold on to mm-hmm. is like lower that bar. And, and then just like, minister in that mm-hmm. moment like mm-hmm. you you had mentioned like um when they're being really defiant like how do you speak to that and you said like it's like 12 years worth of like actually just ministering it's yes. not a discipline it's yes. like a discipling yeah and you speak to that thing over and over and over again and then eventually yeah I just had this moment in my brain of 
did I say that on the first recording or have I already said it in this one? Am I going to be repetitive if I say yeah. something again? I'm like panicking in my mind. I'm like, did I already say something? Um, but yeah, it's like we've got, so our oldest is, is 12 and a half and we are just now like seeing, um, like some fruit of like logical thinking yeah. and like going back to those things that we worked so hard because our oldest has definitely been our most defiant. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, we're finally being able to see the light click on for him yeah. because he's still defiant. Like, I just think yeah. that like somewhere in, and, and I think maybe it's going to have a different, there's probably a different word I could use like headstrong. I don't want to say it's like not all the time. Is it bad? Yeah. Right. Because he's like, he knows how to hold like on to strong willed. Yeah. Like very leadership. Like, that's mm-hmm. a leadership capability to hold on to something that you know to be true. Yeah. But until somebody molds the truth into you, you're just holding on, <clears throat> excuse me, to your own truth, which is not yeah. a thing. Um, and so trying to disciple that out of somebody and disciple the real truth into it. We're, like, finally seeing, like, our oldest when he, like, he can, he'll come to us. Yeah. After a tough conversation, be like, I'm sorry. I didn't think before I spoke or I reacted out of anger. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's not how we love people. I'm like, you're like you get it. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. All right. Can your brothers just pick up on that? Like it's been a really long time with you. Can everybody just fall in line now? Because we're really tired. You're like it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but oh, yeah. So you're not failing. You're not failing. You're doing. You're doing great. And well, well, you personally who said in that question, but like also you as a mom, like <clears throat> you're doing great. But lower those lower those expectations without like lowering the discipleship bar. Totally. Like, we're still discipling, but we're. We're not projecting yes. perfection onto our kids. We're like, we're rolling with tantrums and we're speaking the Lord to that tantrum. Yeah. And we're not, tri- and we're not projecting like our, our yeah. personal failure yeah. on how our children are acting so true. or not acting. Yeah. I think we actually mentioned that in like, what was it like one of the first few podcasts we recorded, we, we, we talked about like what you can s- like speaking life over mm-hmm. things. And so we're not, we're not projecting. Um, so what do you hold on to is like you're you're in it mm-hmm. that's okay your child's normal mm-hmm. and they're learning mm-hmm. and you hold on to you discipling yeah over discipline and um you you said galatians yeah galatians 9 6 which jenny jenny mentioned it in our thanksgiving podcast mm-hmm. jenny bryce um and i think that jenny is the one who told me like probably in this very same season yeah it's like right around the time we moved to college station um that verse and it's been something that I personally hold on to and so if you need something to cling on to like I'll, I'll lend you my verse it's Galatians yeah. 6 9 um or you could go find your own truth but Galatians 6 9 says do not grow weary in doing what is right for in due time you'll reap a harvest and yeah. so that is like if that is not what I'm hopeful for in parenting like I don't know yeah because it can we can grow weary okay in the thick of it but the Lord promises a bountiful harvest. If we just stick with it, mm-hmm. like we can't be lazy. We can't like give in to like just selfish de- desires. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just have to finish the race. Fine. Fight it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have a second question that says, what are some practical ways you still have intentionality with your husband? Like, yeah, date night, but how else possibly? Um, when you're both already exhausted and you finally have the time together, how do you make that intentional? Can I just say one that I'm like super passionate about? Yes. Put away phones. Yes. If you want to be intentional with your spouse, turn your phone off. Yeah. Whether it's texting, calls, reels on Instagram, podcasts, put the distractions away and have some like face-to-face time. Yeah. Just hang out. Yeah. Just hang out. Like there's a, it may take, especially if you're like 
if you're in child rearing years, um, and you, and it's really busy or maybe you're, you both work, maybe it's not children. Maybe you just have both really busy schedules for whatever season. Maybe you're both working from home now. And so your time together feels plentiful, but it's not deep. Um, I think the challenge here is like, you married that person because you liked them. Like at some point in that relationship, you're like, I really like hanging out with you Mm -hmm. and I like doing X, Y, and Z with you. Yeah. Go back to those things. Yeah. Like, think about, like, for Ryan and I, when we first started dating, we were at the movie theater every single weekend. That's fun. He loves watching movies. That's true. He loves talking about them. He loves figuring out, like, a gospel message in Mm -hmm. crazy movies. Like, he just, I love the way he thinks about it, but that's what we did. And so, for us, sometimes it's just, like, a good old-fashioned movie night. Yeah. Um, But for me, I'm like, I love it. I love it when he laughs at me. I love it when he laughs at my jokes. And so if we can just like, sometimes we just like sit up and stay up a little bit later at night and we're just silly. Yeah. We're just like, we just banter and we get in tickle fights, which sounds really ridiculous. Sounds spicy. It's not though. (laughs) It is like. We just get tickle fights. We do like like tickles. No, it's like not spicy. It's like. Just not fun. any of that. It's just fun. And sometimes, yeah. like, sometimes I really do think I'm the woman who could stop a man from, like, hurting me if I really wanted to. Yeah. Like, and sometimes I still do have that thought. I'm like, I could totally take on somebody. <laughs> like, if someone were to attack me, I would totally be able to fend them off. And Ryan's like, no, you couldn't. You've never taken a self-defense class. No. No. And I'm like, okay, you ready? And so I, like, get on my knees. And I'm, like, on the bed. And I'm facing him, like... Try, just try. Just come at me, bro. Just come just at me. Just come at me. And then he does, and I'm like, with all my might, trying to, like, fight him off, which ends up just, we just laugh and that's just fun. wrestle around. It's, it's yeah. totally not, like, spicy at all. It's yeah. just fun. But also, that's a good way to have some uh, intentionality. Also, Get totally. spicy. Get spicy. Get spicy. Yeah, if your, like, sex life is in need of, like, some yep. revamping, um, start touching him more. <laughs> <laughs> Get them tickles. Get them tickles out. No, I hear what you're saying. You know, like, just touch each other. Yes. I was like, I actually, this is like, hello, way TMI. But um, I was just thinking, like, also when people are really stressed, like, that, the first thing that actually takes a hit is your sex life. Yes. And so if you're busy and you're stressed out and, like, your intentionality is, like, a quick date night, got to get home, got to get the babysitter. Like, date night's actually not even that fun anymore because of all of the... All the things that you're trying to check out. Yeah, and then you get home and you're, like, too tired, but you, in your mind, you're like, oh, probably gonna, probably gonna do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's your actual thought. It feels like a chore. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, like, like, sex is the thing that always takes, like, the biggest L. Mm -hmm. And so, get spicy. Get spicy. Have some sex. We did, um, we did this, like... By, it was uh, not a Bible study, but like this marriage like challenge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um, that. Yeah, it's in it's in a book from Mark Driscoll. Now, love him or hate him, some people that have, book like, is hard. Very though. strong opinions about him, but it's a good. I book. love that book. Yeah, it's called Real Marriage, um, and it has the thirty day challenge in there. So mm-hmm. basically, no holds barred, like no excuse, zero excuse, ladies. Just do it. Zero excuse. Thirty days doing sex yep yeah at some point during those 30 days it doesn't matter morning sex night sex whatever 30 days you have to check off your list and it really does re reset your Mm -hmm. like when you know it's just like hey we've committed to this this is what we're doing it starts to get really fun yeah yeah and you start looking forward to it yeah kind of um, resets your your thought process especially if you've like hormones have been battling or yeah just life do it 
go have some sex. Go have some sex. With your husband. Please. (laughs) Please with your husband. If you are single and listen to this podcast. Do not be having no spicy tickle matches. No tickle matches at all. And nothing spicy. You single. uh, You don't need to be having intentionality with anybody's husband. So... Um, pray for yours. Yeah, That's what you yeah, can do yeah. when you're single. I hate it when people told me that. You know. Like, pray for your husband. Like, why? Yeah. It's weird. It was, to me, that was, like, the weirdest. I hated that so much. Mm. Also, because I felt like it made you spend too much time thinking about a husband. Yeah, you that's know? true. Yeah. I, just, I just did. I was not my jam. Also, I feel like one of the very obvious things, and then we can move on to the next question, is, like, um, like how do you be intentional? You just be intentional. You start to be intentional. Yeah. You don't make it an afterthought. You start yeah. to put some, like, real thought into, like... Okay, how can we spend time time together today? Yeah. Like, as soon as you said... Sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. As soon as you said that, I was just thinking, like, for a woman, it is so easy for you to have, like, these these expectations mm-hmm. of, like, a really good time together. And then mm-hmm. tomorrow you wake up and you're like, wow, we didn't even, like, speak yesterday. Yeah. And I'm, like, feeling really... You know what I mean? But so, like, maybe take that weight off of your husband and yeah. you... Like, you, like, exactly what you're saying. You be intentional. Totally. Like, you make that conversation. You put your phone away first. Mm-hmm. You... You be spicy first. Mm-hmm. Like, ask the question first. Yeah. Like, if you want the intentionality, be the one that be the one that does it. Totally, because the goal is not to be like, well, I did it. Yeah. Like I was the one who did it, but the goal is like, hey, we had a really wonderful time together. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who started it. Started it or who? Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It. It takes. It's like it's not always fifty fifty. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. And it's not always their responsibility. Like 100%. you. You can pull the weight where the weight is needed. Yeah. It's like the lovely thing about having a partner. It's like yes, we we pick up somebody else's load, yep. and they pick up ours. That's right. Oh. That's good, Sierra. Um. Oh, this one's so fun. How do you rein in anger as a mom? How do you rein in? I don't. I don't know because <coughs> I never get <coughs> angry. <coughs> never. never. I've never <laughs> seen you angry. You've also <laughs> never seen me angry. So <laughs> this one's really good. This is like I. I think that for me, when I read this one. Um, it really was like we were saying, like setting that bar. Mm-hmm. I'm never, it's like, it's rarely my child's actions in and of itself. Yes. That makes me angry. So true. You know what it, what the anger comes when it is inter like it's interrupted something that I am mm-hmm. trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like we're trying mm-hmm. to get out of the house in the morning and I've told my child five times to get on their shoes. Yep. Okay. Let's rewind that situation. I tell my child one time you need to go put on your shoes and then I see them again in two minutes and they don't have on their shoes, I need to stop what I'm doing, get down on their level, yeah. and that's when, like, the discipline starts. Yep. Like, I, it's like, you know, brushing someone's teeth, fixing someone's hair, go get your shoes on! You know, and then I've moved on to, like, throwing stuff in a lunchbox and signing papers. You need to get your shoes on. You need yeah. to get, and then it's like, and at that point it's like, I've said this five times! I've yeah. worked myself up because I didn't stop. Yeah. And and really, like... Just, like, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud right away. So, I think, for me, it's, like, the interruption that makes me angry. It's yeah. Like not necessarily, like, that they didn't obey right away. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean... Yeah. Kind of, but, like, part of that is on me. Yes. I also will say that I feel myself being more angry when... Well, what I th- one, I think the number one answer is always expectations. Like, mm-hmm. setting that bar. Yeah. Like, like Lee just said. But then the next thing that happens for me is, like, when I when I find myself spiraling out of control, where I'm, like so angry is like when I haven't not self-care but when I haven't gone outside with Mm -hmm. my kids Mm -hmm. I haven't done something that like 
ministers to my kid. Yeah. You know, like if I, if we're in a moment in a day where it's just like boss, 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 Mm -hmm. discipline, 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 teaching, 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 but I haven't actually ministered to her Mm -hmm. or like spoke something over her that like makes her laugh or cause like almost any time I can hear my kid laugh, like I'm not angry anymore. I'm like, dude, even when I'm like furious and like someone cracks a joke, it is so hard for me to like, yes, there's a part of me that wants to keep being furious. I'm like, don't ruin this. Yeah. I'm trying to prove a point in my anger. Yeah. That's not right. Like, yeah, (laughs) wait a minute. It's exactly right. I think like it's, I think it's a gifting that the Lord gives children because Nora, when she laughs, it can like, it, it it Mm deescalates almost everything for me. And, And it gives me that moment to be like, why am I mad at you? Yeah. And it's why am I mad at you is because you've done something like, not like her action, but it's like, you've hurt my pride somehow. Right. Like, which is not her intention. No. So what it means is that I've projected my pride onto her and I've been like, um, be perfect and obey me. Right. You know what I mean? It's like so, so silly. And so, but one of the ladies and the, so all of these are, I think we already mentioned this, but all, you can find all of these answers. All these answers on the highlights. And the highlights mm-hmm. on the Instagram. But one lady was like, I love, I like loved her answers. She was like, super practical, get some sleep, take care of yes. yourself. And you'll probably be able to answer some of these questions. Um, or like with your kids, like you'll probably be able to deal with things a little bit better if you're rested. If you're and rested, like, you're like, oh yeah. That's wise. So wise. Get some rest and get some fresh air. And get some fresh air. Get outside. Mm-hmm. Do something like. Like, change your scenery. Change your scenery. Yeah. And... I think a lot of times, too, our kids, like... There's, like... Sometimes I'm tired of my house. Oh, my gosh. Know, yes. Tired of, like, seeing the same thing. But I'm, like... I've got such a to-do list that getting outside is just not a high priority. Yeah. But when my kids start to be on that same wavelength of I'm just tired of this, then it's, like, yeah. Yeah, time to hit pause. I was just like Ethan, that, like... Because we, we've been home for two weeks yeah, and just together right. and I was like yesterday I like told you that or it was like not yesterday but we're in the thick of it and I was like I feel so ragey and he was like yeah because you've been stuck in a house <laughs> not feeling well you're not sleeping like you've just been stuck in here and he's like I think you need to like get outside and I'm like I think you're right and I did I needed to watch Nora play and be yeah. silly and I needed to listen to Abel laugh mm-hmm. and just like realign myself and that was so true change my scenery scenery. also this is like the crunchy part that comes out of me but if you're gonna go outside take your shoes off put your feet in the grass put your feet in the grass feel like the earth that the lord created and like every every bit of this is making me cringe i know it's so good for you though i'm not gonna go into it and some of you like who know how crunchy i can get about some random things like some random things go put your feet in the grass while I go bleach my toilet. <laughs> I'm, like, mildly crunchy. But You're, like, yeah. while I drink my Diet Coke. Yeah, right. <laughs> just go touch the Lord's earth. Go touch the Lord's earth. Seriously, though. And if you're ever, if you, like, if you wonder why. Um, so if you go to the beach, you mm-hmm. know how you can, like, you feel exhilarated. Like, the ocean, the air. I'm sure some people do, for some? sure. Yeah. You don't like anything that has to do with the beach? I, I don't feel exhilarated at the beach. I Ugh. feel, like, I feel, like, stressed a little bit. I'm, like. If I, if I, like, we, we used to go to my grandparents' condos, like, every year out of mm-hmm. Galveston. And Galveston is, like, I've been there. Wah, wah. Yeah. You know, it's, like, not the best beach, but, like, the ocean breeze. It, like, as soon as you even just step out of the car near the beach. Like, the air. I'm just, like, there's so much about it. I'm, like, just the Lord's creation, like. Smacking. Smacking okay. my Colorado body. was like that for Okay. Me. Yeah. That was my same, place. Okay, same thing. It's, yes. like, get your, get yourself outside and see, like, the Lord's creation, like. I don't know. Yeah. I know that sounds probably so cheesy. It doesn't. You know what? But what made it sound really cheesy in my brain is I was like, 
maybe we just need to like screenshot little backgrounds on our phone. <laughs> little mountain in Colorado. So I could be like, just look, mm. just breathe in. Just breathe in and look. There, if you want to look into it, there is some really cool like scientific stuff about oh, I'm so sure, yeah. like standing barefoot on ground that the Lord created. She'll, not, she'll DM, DM her. Yeah. DM her if you want that. Because other people, you might just be like, wow. I just, I'm, I'm just not, I, I like to wear shoes. I think that's like why I'm not with you in this one, but I know I'm your biggest hype person. So if she says it, I'm you like, go girl. I believe it. Yeah, y'all go take yeah. your shoes off. I'm not, but y'all do. In good, like lush grass. I not grass. I, well, it's like not, it's like, I don't know. I just don't like to have my shoes. I don't even like to keep my shoes off in the, in the house. Like yeah. I, I like to I wear shoes like until shoes I get house. into bed. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. It's I'm a weird saying, thing. You should try it. I have my shoes off right now. On your lush carpet. Ugh. Mm. I hate carpet. <laughs> the only room that has carpet in it. Well, my shoes just can't withstand being <laughs> crunched. So I was like, well. Um, so hopefully we did that a little bit justice, but. Hopefully. How do you rein in anger as a mom? You change your expectations. Yeah. Set your mind on the Lord. Set your mind on the Lord. Change your scenery. Yeah, totally. This is another good one. Like, if you need to change your environment, even in your house, like maybe mm-hmm. it's just it's realistic. Like, you got the Rona, you can't leave your house. Yes. Turn on some worship music yep. and turn on some like um, Hillsong Young and Free. Is that what it is? It's oh, like maybe, yeah. super dancey, oh, yeah, yeah, super yeah. like like it's yes. it'll just like hype your body and or, just dance. Uh, what's our hype song? Um, All Gas by Plain James. Oh my gosh, my children! <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I my kids love that song, and we will it's blare it hype song. on a Saturday morning at six a.m. Before a soccer right. game. That's such a good hype song. And we are all excited. Um, so there's that one. Um, okay, so when it comes to digging have I read all of these? Yeah, I'm so yep, sorry. Yep, yep. Number four. We're on number four. Um when it comes to digging wells, what does that look like for you guys? She was asking us personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how do you feel them? She actually said, I've never had to dig a well. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, who has? Who has? I've never. I thought this question was this was so, so good. good. Because we we can get into like some Christian-y lingo. Christian-y lingo and just yeah. assume that everybody's on the same page when it's like, hey, I actually can't even, like, picture what you're saying like, in my what mind. What is digging a well? Yeah. yeah. Which I'm so thankful. Thank you for writing that question. Um, it was really good. And I'm so grateful that Sierra saw the question before I did and had a chance to, like, think through it. Um, because I'm like, oh, man, I use, we do use that often. Mm-hmm. And how would I explain that to someone who hadn't heard it and they weren't sure what it means? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, well, I started thinking about it and I was like really thinking like, you know what? I also don't know how to dig a well. <laughs> like I've never shoveled to the ground. been like, I don't even know what the, pari- no, we're not getting into this. I was about to be like, I don't know what the parameters are, <laughs> but, um, anyway, I, so I just started thinking like, Lord, like what, so what does that really mean to me? And I think like, um, actually the, the actual picture that the Lord showed me was I was like, well, I started, I started some, I started my thought process with what are my wells? Mm-hmm. That was the very th- first thing I thought. I said, Oh, what wells do I have? And I have some really deep wells from a hard time in our marriage from, mm-hmm. and we mentioned it briefly, like a, a really hard pregnancy with Nora. Like mm-hmm. there's like these little markers in my life where I have these really deep wells, but the image that the Lord gave me was like a meteor hitting earth. It was just like, like a well, you actually didn't dig it. No, it was like, <laughs> it was like there. your circumstance just like like fire from the sky like and threw you form. into the well. Yes. Yeah. And it wasn't even like this deep, pretty well where you like lower the bucket. Mine's right, like right. a crate. My just, just giant just crater. crater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, whoa. So am. one, I think circumstances can dig your wells. Totally. Like <laughs> situations just like a meteor. 
And then other times, I think it is really pretty. I think, like, um, the example I gave her was in that moment, like, when, um, so our, our middle child, Abel, he uh, was born, had some problems, and we really got to watch, like, the Lord work a miracle in his life. Okay, when she says had some problems, it I didn't like, like, I know, but it's like, I think it, there's some value in this. Yeah. It's like, there were, like, it was, he was on Gosh. the verge of just not even being able to yeah. make it. Yeah. And I know that that's, hard, like, but that's part of your digging. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, that child's life is an absolute miracle. miracle. Like, every baby is a miracle. But to, like... Yeah. yeah that's true. He, is... he almost... He, well, he stopped breathing. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, like... It wasn't he. He almost died. He actually stopped breathing. And um, I watched... Ethan and I got to watch the Lord literally revive our son. Yeah. And, and in multiple different ways. But... And in that moment... So in, in, the, in that time that that was happening, that well for me... I'm not saying I, like, I manually dug it, mm-hmm. like, because, one, I don't, I don't really understand how to dig a well, but that was a moment where it wasn't a meteor. It wasn't, like, this um, life-changing circumstance. It was, but it wasn't a bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, I was in this moment where I was, like, I never, ever want to forget this. I yeah. never want to forget, like, praying a prayer and seeing the Lord meet it. Yeah. I never want to forget, like, you know, like, often we say, like, um you get so caught up in creation, you forget the creator yeah. or you're in the miracle, but not the miracle worker. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, I never wanted to forget that, that moment of like, I, I trusted the Lord. So, I mean, I still do, but in that, in that moment, I really did deliver my son to him. Yeah. I gave my son back to him and I was like, here, like, this is yours. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and so I, I personally, in that moment, I started to dig deep and I just started to dig deep those, those thoughts and those things that the Lord mm-hmm. had given me. Mm-hmm. Like, that that feeling of watching a miracle happen, that trust, that obedience, mm-hmm. that that love. I felt so loved, even mm-hmm. though something was being taken from me. Mm-hmm. I felt very, very loved by the Lord, and so and I personally dug those, and and so I think those are two ways things can be dug. Yeah, what I'm hearing you saying maybe is like also you're like you're leaning in. Yes, leaning in is a good word. Like the pain, mm-hmm. like leaning into the unknown. You're yeah. like, you're letting yourself be in those situations and inviting the Lord in it with you. Yeah. Like you're not yeah. finding a way to just scurry out of it. Right. It was, it was very standing. You're very grounded. In very that grounded. Yeah. Cause and I feel like sometimes when people deal with stuff, heavy stuff, hurtful stuff, painful yeah. stuff, it's like, I just want it to be done and over with Lord, fix it. Like I, I yeah. don't, you know what I mean? And so yeah. we, we skip over the digging the well part. Yeah. And then we've missed something that could be so powerful in our testimony. Yeah, that's true. I, I think giving your foot, your little foot thing, it's like, it is like a sit, standing in grass and like getting your bearings yeah, or like yeah. if you're in sand, you're like burying your feet. Yeah. I, I think that could be like another, like digging a well. Yeah, it, it, is, it is like building something super firm underneath you yeah. and like dwelling in it. And, um, so those are the two ways that I've, I mean, like I've personally had like a well, I'm using ear quotes, <laughs> <laughs> a well dug, but and then, so then, and then I was just thinking like, Lord, how do, how do you fill those? Mm-hmm. And for me, the first thing is like, I like to name it. Mm-hmm. Like I like to name what that well is. So the one from when I first got married is, it was, um, just hardship and perseverance. Like how do you persevere? And that's what I named that well. But then I just think on perseverance. Like, what does that mean? What does yeah. the Lord want perseverance to look like? Mm-hmm. Like, and then I think about what I want that well to do that well like, not only is it going to carry me, but I want other people to be able to drink from it. Absolutely. And so, and then I start, so I start to fill it with things like that. Like, okay, so when, when someone else needs to persevere, 
what what scriptures do they need? What good books do they need? Mm-hmm. What in the Bible, when I was walking through this, did I cling to mm-hmm. and helped me through that season? So that's that's kind of how I, I fill my wells. I did the air quotes. The again. air quotes. <laughs> so you can see um, So that's, that's personally how I do it. It's so good. Um, but I'm sure there's millions of different ways in again we should probably watch what is that guy that does like the the video he's like super old like how he like does all the weird stuff he's like that guy he like he like digs through attics he like does the dirty i don't oh micro is it micro yeah he like does all the random he's like the dirty job guy yeah maybe he he, he probably has like a video somewhere on how to dig a well <laughs> probably. he's like i know how to do this uh, i know there's probably like some more like cool biblical truth that oh pull out so of, like, much digging a well but I've but I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I do picture that. I'm like, I do picture like being down deep mm-hmm. and then, and you're there until like you spend time with the Lord and you get some truth, enough truth to kind of like float yeah. you out of it. It's yeah. Kind of a silly thing. It's like building up, like allowing the Lord to pour in more truth. We're sticking mm-hmm. with the well. So pouring in more truth, which would be like water underneath us yep. until it allows us to like float to the top. And then we've got this very full well. Of the Lord's truth, and we're out of it, and we can move on, but if, like, being with someone who also, like, maybe they find themselves in a very similar well, mm-hmm. then you're like, hey, let me, like, share with you. Get your I bucket. Get my bucket. And Reel it down. Yeah. Pour into their that, well. I don't know if that, like, laughs. I don't know if it's, like, a funny little thing, but I like that analogy. I do, too. That's a good So, one. it was a good question. I it made me really question. think about it. Yeah. And those are the, the answers I felt like the Lord gave me right then. Um... So I think, I think circumstance can do it. You can do it. And then totally name your well, name your situation, yeah. how you want it to f- be feed. Yeah, yeah. 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 How you want it to minister to other people and fill it with those things. Totally. Cause I think I that like, there's like something so beautiful about, um, people going through things yes. and then allowing the Lord to really minister to others out of that situation. Yeah. Okay. I can remember there's like, there's stuff in our, in our past that I can remember thinking like, Lord, I don't like the only thing that I want you to do with this is allow it to minister to others. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be here right now. I don't want to be living this situation. I don't want to like have, I don't want to have to be here. Like if some, if somebody else could minister out of this situation, like that'd be awesome. But if it's us and it's here and it now, and it's, it's now, then like speak to me in a profound way. Yeah. That the goodness that the that, that Satan that Satan wouldn't have the last laugh at this. Yeah. That actually other people would be ministered to. Absolutely. Like the exact opposite of what the enemy wants. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, those are our questions. If you've got more, DM us. We'll send them to the panel. Yes. We love reading them. We love reading the answers. We love sending the answers back to you. And we're never and we're never judging. Never. Ever. <laughs> Like, if there's two people that are not judging with you, but we're right beside you in it, it it's, is us. It is me and Lee. Totally. Lee and I. It's Lee and I. Um, we feel really honored yeah. that we even get to, like, see these parts of your hearts yeah. and export your <laughs> <laughs> export your goods. Export your goods over to the panel. Um, so, lastly, it's Advent season. Yes, it is. Like, eight days in now. Oh Raise my gosh, your hand yeah. if you haven't started your Advent. Lee! I know! <laughs> it has been so crazy every night, every night since December 1st. And I think it's because I did the live and I'm like, you start it, you do it every stinking night. My kids have been in bed, listen to me, almost nine o'clock. 
Who job. even am I? Who even am I? Her, her children, kids are in bed by like seven. Seven. Like yeah. seven. Even our 12 year old. It's like, hey, no, stand up late. Seven o'clock, go to your bed. I don't care if you're tired. Yep. Close your eyes and go to sleep. There. So the fact that we have been up and busy and doing things yeah. and it's like we're rushing to bed at 9 p.m. I'm like, I got to get on this podcast and I'm about to tell them I have not even opened my advent book with my children. That is the best thing I've ever heard. <sighs> okay, so that's hilarious. So confession, I flunked advent. It's okay. You I'm going to start on day you eight. Got, it's you get tonight. to pick up. Not tonight. There's a Christmas party. But we'll probably be doing some adventy things. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we we've done it. I started watching these. And so our one of our friends Amber posted um, mm-hmm. by Ravi yeah. Ravi Zacharias's um, like team. R-Z-I-M. Yeah. Yes. Um, her name's Amy or mm-hmm. Amy or Amy. Her name's Amy mm-hmm. for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And um, I so I've been watching those and with Nora. We, um, she's a little, she's a little small to like, just like dive into Luke, you know? Um, so we've actually been reading the Christmas story and we, so we posted these little Bible verses that you can read and like look into as you go and, um, for toddlers. So we've been doing those and then just listening to worship music right before bed, like Christmas ones. It was so fun. That's what we've been doing. Yeah. Like we're listening to Mary. Did you know? I posted that because... I just, I, when, when she said that, we'll, we'll like end and wrap it up pretty quick. But when she's, when they sang that, like when you, like, I just pictured Mary kissing her little baby, but kissing the face of God, that it's had powerful. me. Okay. But you know, what's really funny about that. What? Okay. I saw a meme about that. Specific Same. Song. Okay. <laughs> it's like, Same. Mary, Mary, did you know? And she's like, yeah, Gabriel told me. <laughs> yeah. Gabriel told me. <laughs> Like, I did. Okay, Mary. I laughed so hard when I saw that because it was right after I posted that. I saw that meme and I was like, "That's hilarious." It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, Gabriel told me. <laughs> Actually, I didn't know. I knew it all. Anyways, oh my gosh, so, so funny! If you have but not so started powerful. Advent, like me, start, start, or put and it off. You haven't failed. Just start. Just start. Just kidding. Don't I will put it say, off. I will. I feel like one when I texted my I texted our friend Amber and I was like. Uh, newsflash, we failed Christmas. My youngest son doesn't know who Rudolph is. Did, I was like, Ian, do you know, you know the song about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? And he goes, who? Who? And I said, Rudolph, the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the one who flies the lead in Santa's sleigh. And he's like looking at me all cockeyed. And, uh, he, uh, um, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, he, uh, there was an interruption. He doesn't know who Rudolph is. So Did not funny. Know. And I texted Amber and I'm like, listen, failed Christmas. And she was like, but does he know who Jesus is? And I'm like, yes. That's right. We do know who Jesus That's right. is. Thanks, Amber. Anyways. Um, so. Okay. So it's Lee's mom's birthday and she's to go. I got to go. But we love you guys. Yeah. This was really fun. We hope it ministered to you guys. And we will actually see y'all in... Not want to see y'all. We'll record another yeah, one in like two a, weeks, two weeks yeah. with a really special friend, and we'll give y'all some more details coming up soon about that. But we love y'all, guy. We love we love you, guy. We love y'all, guys. We love all y'all. We love we love you all, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk to y'all soon.